You're listening to Giraffes Have Black Tongues. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And before we get going, we're going to give some shout outs. So first things first, for all our video and editing needs, making us sound like a junior or baby Muppets version of The Temptations is Donald Lewandowski. You can go to DonaldLewandowski.com for all your video and editing needs. That's DonaldLewandowski.com. We will make you sound amazing like some kind of songbird. Next up is Full Grip Games located on 121 East Market Street, and that is Akron, Ohio. For your gaming needs and also holding the DBZ card tournaments, and uh, it should be pretty cool. So if you ever want to do anything niche board game-wise, or if you just want to play Magic, come on down and give it a shot. And also, a shout-out to a podcast that we I've been listening to called Six Trends, None the Richer. Give it a try. It's a pretty interesting podcast, and I will leave the imagination up to you guys. Also, the most important part, our uh, sweet-sounding intro you guys hear from Daniel Burbank. You so yeah, SoundCloud. Like you. At Daniel Burbank uh, dot, dot com SoundCloud like SoundCloud.com slash Daniel yeah, Burbank. Burbank. Yeah. We'll we'll link it in the description below so you can find it. Yeah, like we always do. We usually typically give him the the best of shout outs because without him we wouldn't have a theme song. Thank you, Daniel. You're amazing. Um so now that I goofed that up a little bit, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. All right. So we also have like a few guests on here before we even jump into anything. We have Chris back from Both the last returning. time yeah yeah last time yeah last time we were talking about wrestling say hello sir hey what's up guys and we also have richard here this, say hey what's up this one's, this one's gonna be awkward um oh hey guys i'm trying to selfie this for the video yes right we now. are we're jimmy rigging a video we're gonna do episode two for video and if you want to see any of that you can go to our uh sweet youtube page hey dave What's the YouTube page people can go to when they want to find out anything? Uh, drafts have black tongue. I have related. it right here. GHBT minis. <laughs> okay, nice. And also, here's the fun part, guys. You'll see things on the videos that you will not see on the podcast. I mean, for example, I'm just doing something real strange right now. But if you want to find out, you have to go to the YouTube page. That's that's where it is. That's how we hook you guys. I do something a little interesting each time. Can you tell me what that is again so I can... Uh, <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah, Dave, one more time, just oh, so yeah, everybody yeah. knows. GHBT Minis. Thanks, guys. You're oh, welcome, no Richie. All right, so <laughs> let's dive on in. We figured we'd talk a little bit about, we're going to talk about just some random things, but we're going to also talk about WrestleMania and maybe a splash of NXT. Now, how much of NXT did you get a chance to see, Dave? I did watch the entire NXT Did show. you? I did I not see the whole thing. I mean, Chris... I'm naturally assuming you saw both NXT and WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it. Uh, I, was, I was playing D&D, so I was kind of distracted with NXT, but it, from what I saw, it was a pretty good show. Okay. And WrestleMania, I, was, I had some people, I had my sister and her boyfriend over, so I was trying to explain everything, like going back and forth, but yeah, I watched, I watched both of them. So. so, okay, first thing I'm going to ask you is because obviously if we're going to talk about wrestling, we need to ask the master himself. Favorite matches in NXT... Why NX, Why were those your favorite matches? And what was your overall thought of WrestleMania this year? Uh, well, my favorite match in NXT was the North American Championship because it had my boy EC3 in it and okay. Velveteen Dream. So Velveteen Dream, my dude. I just saw both of them, and that's, that's all I cared about. I popped huge when it was the first match because I was like, let's start hot. And then, like, I mean, like, everything else was good. Like, it's just, I'm not, like... 
super sold on Gargano and Champ Champa like everybody else is on the internet. But why is that? They just don't just don't do it for me. I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't. I don't have a good reason. It's like it's like why I don't really like Dolph Ziggler. I, I don't really like Dolph like, Ziggler either. He's a good wrestler, and, but I don't like my pants don't get moist over him. Yeah. No. I I get I get that completely. Now I know you. We we were talking before before all this jazz happened today. Before we started this, <laughs> I know you had your reservations about WrestleMania. What did you hate about WrestleMania? What did you like about WrestleMania? Let's get a little deep here. You you've been a fan for years. You know wrestling better than anybody. So obviously, I'm going to ask you an in-depth analysis of like your general thoughts on WrestleMania. I thought it was fine. It, it's WrestleMania is more about the spectacle anymore. Like you don't get storylines in WWE, and like the whole like for example, we we're talking about AJ Styles and Nakamura earlier before we started recording. And it's like WrestleMania was like the kickoff. I guess the moment, the WrestleMania moment was Nakamura turning heel, but why didn't we do that like two months ago and had an interesting story leading up to a big blow off match at WrestleMania? Like that seems more logical and more and then more entertaining than having like now, do a you feel like the ship and then patting each other on the head for like a month and it's like that's just it's just bad TV, I think. But... Now, do you feel like it's a fault with the writers? You feel like Vince McMahon has a lot to say in it. Where do you feel wrestling is straight off, like when it comes to writing and stuff? I mean, I think if you, I think it's a mix. My, my personal opinion, I obviously have no way of knowing, but everything you see on TV is Vince McMahon. Like he is final say on everything. But I feel like there is some like, like, like New Japan treats it like in Japan, it, it's treated with much more respect and it's treated like a legitimate sporting contest. And I feel like that they're either either they're lazy writing and they just put matches together or they're trying to lead more towards that where it's like you watch a UFC fight or whatever. And a lot of people, they don't watch wrestling. Like everybody knows it's, it's not real. So you watch it for like the story and the spectacle. And I just feel like it's missing a lot of that. Like I, I thought it was ridiculous and I, I love ridiculous stuff in wrestling, but same. I do too. But like the, the Braun Strowman thing with, with what's his name? Nicholas, the kid. Yeah. Like that was, you could have you could have done better. You could have brought a legend back. You could have like put him made a well. Made I, a, I don't know about you, Chris, but I thought that was my time to shine. I almost regretted getting the ticket. I was like, man, I could have made my debut right, right. on wrestling, right? Right. Right. That's what we're supposed to think, right? But it's like a ridiculous, it's it's a ridiculous thing that happens. But then you don't follow it up. Like on Monday Night Raw, he comes out and they just relinquish the title. So now. That match meant nothing. So now... Yeah, so you had Braun kill every single tag team you have solely for the purpose of doing this shitty, supposed-to-be comedy bit that failed terribly. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And, like, it's funny, but I'm going to get on my Vince Russo horse real quick. You're going to tell me, like, a 10-year-old can win the tag belts, but but we're going to get mad when he puts the belt on... Uh, What's-his-face from... Who's the act? What's the actor's name? David Arquette. David Arquette. He puts the belt on David Arquette. Greatest WCW champion ever. Yeah. He's at least an adult. This is fair. I mean, I'm just expecting Nicholas to be in the Hall of Fame one day. I mean, he's the most successful wrestler I've ever seen. Yeah. He's got a 1,000 career win percentage. Uh, I, I believe he is one of the referee's children, right? Is that yeah. was the backstory on that? Uh, I figured he was like some make-a-wish kid who I, died I, quick I, enough I, for us to skip that shit. Well, that's what I thought. I thought he was going to be dead within a month. Like, yeah, no, it yeah. was a... Uh, John Cohn, is that his name? Yeah. He's one of the, is one of the referees. I had to do a little research on that one. See, look, I actually did work on Would Giraffes Have Black Tongues. I'm really proud of you. Where's my gold star? Yeah. Right. A for effort. Uh, so, what I want to talk about is, I think, one of the most disappointing matches. Can we talk about that Undertaker ordeal? That, wow. like, 10 seconds of wrestling. What the hell was that about? 
what I heard on, I don't remember what podcast I heard it on or I read on Dirt Sheet, but what I heard was basically that was Cena wanting The Undertaker to go out big. Like, he didn't want Undertaker to go out looking, because, like, the he was he was hurt in the match against uh, Roman the year before. Like, he, he it wasn't a great-looking match. So, he, Cena told McMahon, told Vince, is what, what I read, that he, he, like, petitioned for this match against The Undertaker, and he, Vince basically said, if you get him to agree to it, then that's Fine. But so basically, you know, you know I, why I seen it fucked up, right? Because you don't go out on the wind, right? Well, you don't. Go, yeah, you're supposed to go on your back. But Cena wanted him to have like one last hurrah, is what it sounded like, and he wanted that thing, which I think it's, I think it's admirable. But yeah, it is what it is. He's got. It, it don't go out on the wind. It's just gonna be weird. It's yeah. awkward. He made it awkward. <laughs> he made it awkward. He made sex awkward. No, <laughs> I. It was all right. I just like for me, it was just like weird and it was unnecessary. And then, like... I will say this, though. Like, I started watching WrestleMania with my sister who doesn't watch wrestling, her boyfriend doesn't watch wrestling, and my wife who doesn't watch wrestling. And when they kept panning to Cena, and then Cena gets the... not gets The referee comes out and tells him that, you know, he's here or whatever, so Cena runs, and then... My wife ended up going to bed before, like, the rest of the show played out. And when I went to bed that night, she's like, what happened with John Cena? You know, that's a hook. That's storytelling. Like, they should be doing that on, like, Monday Night Raw and things like that. That, that is legitimized like, storytelling. Those are things yeah. that are missing from, like, their weekly TV shows. If that was an anime, I'd be on my toes. So that is that is legitimized storytelling. She, my wife doesn't care. Like, she's just like, what happened to John Cena? You know what I mean? It's like, that got her to at least talk about your show. And that's, I mean, that's what you should be doing. No, no, you're absolutely right. I like when the, uh, I always forget his name, the guitarist came out. Oh, I love Elias. 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 Uh, WWE, what does it actually stand for? Walk with Elias, yeah. I believe. Elias is like <laughs> one of the few acts that like I get excited about. When I was, was kind of hyped when Elias came out. I was like, okay, this is cool. Because he has a character. Yeah. And then he can come out because he's over, but he's not the guy they wanted, so they're going to boo him, which he's supposed to be booed because he's a heel, but he's not going to be like buried. So it was fine. I think I said that to, did I say that to you? I think you did say that, yeah, yeah. Doing a message, Walk with a lie. That was really good. I loved all of that. I was like, man, I want this album though. I mean, the best match of the night though was the Triple H and Stephanie and Angle Rousey match, which it actually had like they they were telling a story and like like it wasn't ridiculous because like you I can tell s- that Ronda's getting better about learning how to be a wrestler. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I think she's going to be fine in in ring. It's the character and the the lines and stuff that she's going to need to figure out. Yeah, Yeah, There's no trash talking like that in the UFC. I thought that one was bad, though, because you have who you keep billing as the most dangerous woman in the world, who is arguably one of history's all-time greatest fighters in real life. You have her come in and Stephanie McMahon is holding her own against her. Just to prove how fucking tough and like indestructible she is. I don't think when she when was... really she should have just ripped her arm off. Well, you got to remember, nothing matters when wrestling kayfabe comes in. I don't think she was holding her own necessarily. Like she was, she was cheating. There are like, professional like she, UFC she, she, fighters that can't stop that armbar from getting locked in. Okay, but you mean you got to? There's there's some suspension of disbelief here. It's still it's still yeah. just TV. But like a competent person is going to try to like, this is the competent thing. Like the grip your hands together and try to defend against an arm bar that way. Do I think that Stephanie could in a shoot actually do that against her? No, but in the match, it makes sense. It's like Batman, Superman. Like is Batman going to go up against Superman and fight him? Yeah. Knuckle to knuckle. Kryptonite. No, but he's going to use kryptonite. He's going to set up traps. That, that's what they did. Like every time Kurt, they started the, the men in the ring and then, they get over there, and Stephanie comes over and pulls her down, you know, and stuff like that. She she clawed her eyes. Like well, it's yeah, it I have no sense. problem with like all of that. That makes perfect sense. Trying to keep play like keep away and shit. 
I think the second like Rhonda got in there and got her hands on her, she should have just fucking destroyed her instantly. I expected that to happen actually, but you know, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was entertaining because at that point, like I was just, I was just lost in it. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they did a good job of protecting everybody in that match. Think about I the fans. I mean, in my opinion, I think the Undertaker is literally from hell. And <laughs> when the lights go out and you cut him back on, he's there eating a sandwich in your room. That's just how it works. You gotta think about it that way. If you if you put too much of thought into it, you're not gonna have a good time. You know, it's like one of those things. I so will, I will say, to, okay, so they call it sports entertainment. That was the best sports entertainment. Are you okay with that? DC? Okay, okay, that was the best sports entertainment. match. All right. So what other matches were there? What have we covered so far? We've got Oscar lost to Charlotte and like her win streak. How did you feel about the Oscar match? Oh, it was weird. I didn't like it. I, well, like I don't it know about the bit. match. I, I don't remember spots in the match. I, thought, I just think the outcome was weird. I thought that was one of the better matches of the yeah, night, like as far yeah. as... I thought it was odd. I didn't, I didn't really remember. care for the decision, but hmm, whatever. It's a questionable decision. I, you know, she's got to lose eventually, but you would think that she would beat Charlotte and then drop the belt to somebody who needs a win Like, over a everyone was saying that, like, yeah. they were thinking, going into it, that they were going to build her up for the next year and have her versus Rousey next year as, like, their big top match. And I would have liked that, because in that NXT, when she first came out, and she was a killer monster, like, if they would have done that back to her on, the, like, the main roster now, that would have been awesome well, to that's, watch. That's the rumor right now, is that they're main eventing next year's WrestleMania with Charlotte and Rousey. That's the rumor now, at least. I, I mean, I, I get the idea of that. Charlotte's like Ric Flair's kid, so she's got the lineage. But I, I just think Oscar's a way more believable, like killer monster, though. I mean, what? Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. I love about kayfabe. You can make any if, if you dedicate yourself to something enough, you can make anything work. It's like I don't know if you watched Lucha Underground at all, but first season Pentagon Junior came out and they put him in the the, the um, hammerlock armbar, and every time he did it, somebody broke his arm. They broke their arm, and they did that for like the whole season. So anytime he does that move, you know the arm's broken. You know, it's just something simple as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, all right. So let's see. Around this time, I was actually kind of wasted. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other matches came after that. We got to see Daniel Bryan return. Daniel Bryan returns. That was sick. I actually liked that a lot. I forgot about that. That was one of my favorites. Uh, do you believe all that rumor hype that Daniel Bryan was not ever actually injured and it was just Vince McMahon's way of getting more hype for Roman Reigns by making him pretend to have a head injury? Or do you think no. that's... No, I think he was actually I think, injured. I want to I hope he was actually injured and Vince McMahon is not that psychotic no, of a human Vince McMahon, being. Vince McMahon's not going to lose money regardless. Yeah. So if he has a healthy Daniel Bryan, he's going to print money for him. He's not going to be like, that, he can't wrestle. That's, I would hope that. Daniel Bryan would have sued or something or sat out his contract and went somewhere else. I mean, yeah. Because I remember that was a whole thing all over the internet. I'm like, I was like, that kind of sounds like Vince McMahon, but I was like, maybe that's like kayfabe Vince McMahon. I was like, I don't think. That he would actually go through the trouble of that. I don't care how much he's creating in a lab. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't care how much of a Mewtwo he's trying to make. Richie, your thoughts on Vince? Um, I really like the way he walks. Yeah. <laughs> he's very lit. So, let's see. In my drunken stupor after I after that, and I was really hyped for that, I remember I had to poop. So, I, what was the next match after that? <laughs> Um, it was the other tag match. It was the other tag match? Like the uh, Uso Harper Ron? I actually missed most of that match. Yeah. See, I didn't see that match. I was pouring beers. And I actually, I, from what I read online, it was kind of just squash. But okay. It really was. Yeah. What it accomplished its job, I guess? 
I don't like the way they dress now. I don't. I don't like the way they look. I don't like anything about them right now. I like now. those stupid masks. Like Harper gets a mask now too. He got a mask that he debuted there. It's like a cool skull I don't mask. I know who it is, but some like horror mask or horror not like costume legend designed that. I don't I like it. It's cool. Oh, what was on after that one? It was... uh, the other lady match, uh, Alexa and Nia. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Alexa and Nia going at it. That was fine. I think Alexa's the money champion. But... Yeah. Because Nia ended up uh, uh, getting it all, didn't she? Like, if I remember correctly, right? Oh, yeah, Nia yeah, won. She yeah, she won. Nia's a champion now. Yeah. I just think Alexa's she... has a better character. She got the better promo. Oh, no. So, oh, no. I mean... We... That should be your champion in my... No, you're you're one hundred percent right. Need to move it around. You got to move it around. Here's my thing. You know how I feel about monsters. We've talked about this before, especially when we talk about the big show and stuff. When you're a monster, your career is almost set to be like garbage. Like you always almost end up either making somebody else look good, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're doomed from the start when you're labeled as a monster. Monster characters, hey. you're doomed. And I feel like she's. And I love Nia Jax. I think she's kind of hot. I, I'm into it, but like I just don't I just don't see her career going anywhere. They make her cry way too much on TV lately. It, like she was it, supposed to be a monster character, but lately like all she does is get super sad and sensitive and cry. Yeah, they're trying to tell that whole story where she gets like fat shamed or whatever and she's been bullied her whole life and it's just it, it's just the way they did it, it's like in complete contrast to like because she was a monster. Like that was what her the whole trope was and then it yeah. turned into you know, she's she's crying, getting bullied and they're just trying to appeal to today's generation. Yeah. Anti bullying and such. I know, I'm pretty stoked Ember Moon's on the main roster now. I love Ember Moon. Did you see Raw? No. Yeah, she came out as Naya's tag partner. Oh. That was her debut on Raw. Okay, yeah, I missed that. Really good. Nice, nice, nice. But yeah, she just, I, I'm glad for her. Kudos. I just, it's not going to, it can only go down from here. That that was it. It's only going to go down. Doesn't matter. We're talking about women's wrestling. We got to talk about my favorite duo. The Iconics are now on SmackDown. Did you see that? Did you watch SmackDown? Do you still? I watch, I pirated some highlights on YouTube. Did you watch that? Interview? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. They're my favorite NXT act before you know EC3 and all them signs. So now that they're on SmackDown, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. And Ben uh, was in the uh, Lady Battle yeah, Royal yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then after that, because I want to try to go in order here. I just drank a whole lot that day. So after that, there was... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just, just pulling out the whatever ones I, I can record, remember. I oh, so we're not actually going no, to order. No, no, no. order. All right. Well, what match would have what we thought was next? Uh, oh, um, the actual opener was the uh, three-way for the IC title. Yeah, and then the, uh, the U.S. one. We didn't talk about those two, but those were like the first two. Yeah, I think that's, in order. yeah that's fine. And then the what about the pre-show? Are we going to talk about that at, at all? Or do you guys <laughs> feel like that's not even necessary at this point? <laughs> Some video magic's happening, by the way. Yeah, That's why I gotta check out that channel. I mean, there weren't really highlights of it. Like, the NXT I ladies and the I lady one. It. I watched the, the pre-show, actually. It was, it's whatever. It's whatever, yeah. yeah. I mean, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy officially teamed up on that, on the, on the pre-show men's battle royal. So how did you feel about, well, let's talk about it. My man Roman Reigns. How did you feel about his event that went down? I don't hate Roman Reigns. I really like the, which, I mean, it gets boring in matches, but I really dig the concept that Brock Lesnar is just in between Sagat and Zangief at this point. Like, he just, he like, he's learned a knee attack, so now he can throw a knee and he can suplex. And so he's just... A knee, a knee in the suplex city is instant death, by the way. But and Brock Lesnar pulled out second suplex instead of a german he's also doing a belly to belly so we had like a total of like seven moves in the whole match 
And that main event at WrestleMania, everybody. Oh, by the way, this main event only lasted because it's Brock Lesnar, and he refused to, to do any kind of cardio. This match only lasted about 10 minutes, which was a huge disappointment. So that was a that was my biggest gripe. If that's your main event, it probably should have lasted a little bit longer. I mean, how many suplexes did we see? It was like six suplexes and it was over? It was like six Germans, and there was like four or five belly-to-belly, like five F5, it was, it six was, F5. It was short, and it, I felt like it was an insult to people who went, spent their time to watch the pay-per-view. That's what's, that's what's crazy about it, too, is because like both of them have good matches. No, they do. Like, well, I just don't know why the, they just didn't do I'll take a guess. Is because Brock Lesnar. I you know I like Brock Lesnar. I get it. He's the man. Whatever. That's the probably that brings in their most money. But he is a lazy piece of shit. Sometimes I guarantee he was like I gar I can almost guarantee it that he was like I'm only doing it for this long and no one's gonna tell him no. Like you said to me before, you're not gonna tell your biggest act how to do things. He says how it's gonna be. It's how it's gonna be. And he's done that before. He doesn't want to do long matches. This is how he is. So I just think, I don't know, I just think that shitty work ethic on his end. Yeah, I started to go sour with Lesnar uh, a couple years ago when it was that, it was the Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar street fight, hardcore match they were hyping up. And then, yeah, like Dean said on the Stone Cold podcast that he had all these ideas and Lesnar shot him down, shot him down because yeah, he had a UFC fight. Like, they had, like, great vignettes with Dean Ambrose, and, like, he was doing the crazy thing, and they had, like, Terry Funk and Mick Foley come on, excuse me, put him, o- put him over, and it was just, like, Lesnar didn't want to do anything, so. He never, he never wants to do anything. And, yeah. Like, whatever. And I don't know why the crowd loves him so much. Honestly, I'd rather than like Dean Ambrose at this point, because he just, he never wants to do anything. He just wants his money. He wants his money, and he wants to do, he wants to do ten minutes of being, like, a suplex city match. He'll do. He'll give you three suplexes. The guy dies, and that's the match every single time. You have three suplex cities. If you're good, if you're a valuable wrestler, you might get four or five, six if you're Dean Ambrose, and then it's over. That's he, it. And that's what annoys me about Brock Lesnar. He's the only one with like actual legit fighting credit to his name. Like everyone knows wrestling is fake, but a guy like Brock Lesnar who's like had some success in UFC. That's why people still love him. I know. They know he could still kill anyone he wanted. It's just bullshit that he just thinks he can do whatever he wants, and there's no consequence for anything he does. You, you, you paid for tickets. <laughs> I can only imagine how expensive that show was. If I saw that after I just paid all that money, I'd be very pissed off. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, like, oh, you're, I mean, you're not paying for, money. like, that match. No, I know, I but... Say, that's, I say, if you were there live... It's just a, that's, that, your, that's your hype factor, though. At that though. point, you're, like, seven, eight hours in. I'm pretty done. I'm pretty yeah, done yeah. Then. It's like, just, just end this, please, so I can go home. <laughs> that like, was unusually long. Yeah. There, There is one YouTube channel I follow that's uh, Wrestling With Regret, and the guy just posted a video of himself because he went to the WrestleMania Live, and he's just taking live reactions from the crowd during that match. And everyone is just chanting, like, this is boring, please end this, and just, like, all this shitting on it. Yeah, like, they just wanted it to end at that point. And also, his sword tattoo is fucking stupid. No way. Come come get me, bro. That is the tattoo of all tattoos. You piece of shit. Just I, so- I am neutral on his tattoo, but Ralph will never tell Brock Lesnar that. I will, Brock, I hope you find this. I hope you are bored in bed listening to podcasts, and you hear me say it. I will tell you face-to-face, I don't care if you murder me, I will pay for my hospital bills. I'm going to get in the camera's face. That sword tattoo is fucking dumb. Ralph Fergoza. Please, please uh, tag Paul Heyman in the timestamp. So <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm, all I'm not afraid to get beat up by a grown man. <laughs> that, is, that is fine with me. All right, so moving on, I'm going to be... 
doing some weirdness here oh, on the you're yeah it? some weirdness here hey, on the get, camera. Oh, and we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about some things here. No, no, that's fine. Um, he got a chance to finally play the uh, Friday the Thirteenth video game that you have, and we're gonna talk a little bit about it. I didn't know there was an achievement that. If you go to Jason's mother's shrine, you can put on the sweater. But if, can you? I have no idea. If you put on the you sweater, have to be a female character though. So I don't oh, know on, like, what, detail so of it. What happens if you put on the sweater? Apparently, it just alerts whoever is playing as Jason, and then they can track you wherever you are on the map. For the so rest it's basically like insta kill for yourself. That's great. But you get a trophy for it, so fuck it. So now I'm gonna. I just want to try to go for it every single time yeah. and record it, just so I can be like, I put that damn sweater yeah, like, on. I had to wait until I got a lady character because it, it's at random when you're playing as the campers. So, like, I got, like, three or four dudes in a row. And then finally I got one and I immediately just book line, book line for that so I can be the first one to get there. So, we're going to talk about horror movies a little bit because I personally enjoy horror movies. Our uh, guest here also enjoys horror movies a lot. He's a horror movie guru, you would say. Well, it depends because I think Rubber's a masterpiece. I don't know how he feels about uh, that. Rubber is amazing. Movie. Okay, okay. We're so, on the same page. Okay. But, uh... Who do you who do you favor when it comes to scary people? I'm gonna get mine out the way right now because you're gonna laugh at me. One of my favorite horror movies is See No Evil. Kane with his goddamn hook, and I don't care what anyone says. Whoa. That is a pure scary movie. Wait, hype. what were you at saying was a masterpiece? See See No Evil with See Kane. No evil? Okay, That's... I I love that movie. I wanted it's, sequels. It's not as scary as The Chaperone starring Hunter Hearst Helmsley, <laughs> but. It'll do. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, one at a time, each of you guys, just uh, tell me a little bit about, like, some horror movies you like and why. Pick an obscure one, pick, pick oh, a mainstream. Oh, yeah, let's get it. Let's see uh, my one of my favorites, and I'll just say that right now. I enjoyed May. May was a great, scary movie, for those of you that don't know. Is that know. the one with Anna Ferris? Like, the girl from, uh... I, well, Lee, I don't know who the main one was in that was. So... It was about a girl who didn't have any friends, and she made friends out of, like, people she interacted with who she killed by accident, and I thought that was a great movie, me personally. What about you guys? What are some obscure, scary movies we can talk about here? All right. Now, I'm sure everybody already knows the masterpiece, Thanks Killing. Also, for, I don't know if we've said this or not, but Richard is here with us. He was, uh... Well, yeah, yeah you, did, you mentioned out. me, but I've been busy with He's, the camera. Yeah, he had the camera the whole time. I also didn't it's... watch WrestleMania, so okay. I wasn't much of a help. This is, that's why I wanted to talk about this a little bit, so we can get some Richard in. Oh, you're fine. Okay, but we all know the um, American classic, Thanks Killing. It's uh, the Thanksgiving horror movie starring the killer turkey. That never, I've never seen. Oh this. my god! Shut up! Never seen. I've never Stop seen it. It's it amazing. I've seen the killer gingerbread. I've seen black sheep. I've seen. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hobo with we'll, a shotgun. We'll go back. We'll go back to that. Hold on. The Thanks Killing is one of the greatest movies ever made. And I wasn't it's, even listing it as my movie as the best part. It, 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 it's a killer turkey, and it makes it so it's a chasing like this group of kids around because like, it's what every every all my favorite horror movies are like. And um, it gets back to the main girl's house, and the killer, the, the turkey, the turkey kills was it kills a mom or dad? Her dad kills the dad. <laughs> Cuts its face off and wears its face like a mask, and then she comes home and it she it's, they play it like it's her dad, like she doesn't know the difference because it's still just a turkey <laughs> with a terrible skin mask on. No, that's kayfabe, people. <laughs> that's dedication. 
It's so great. So this needed you guys to know what this movie was, but it doesn't matter because I'm the only person in the world that's seen Thanks Killing 3. That is my choice for this topic right now. Thanks Killing 3, which don't ask me anything about Thanks Killing 2. It doesn't exist. Oh, <laughs> they just skipped it. The plot of Thanks Killing 3 is that there was a Thanks Killing 2, but all of the copies of it were destroyed because it was so awful. It was about Turkey in space. Oh. And there's only one copy left, and Turkey's trying to find it. And all the meanwhile, there's only... <laughs> what about Thanks Killing 1? Well, that's the one we were just talking about. Okay, that's the one with the face mask. Yeah. Okay. But all the while, th- while Turkey's trying to get a hold of Thanks Killing 3... There's one human actor in the entire movie. Everything else is puppets. So it's just this guy, if I remember correctly, he's wearing like a colonial American getup and talking to puppets. And I can't even classify it as a horror movie, if you want me to be honest. It's like puppet gore comedy. It's real strange. I fucking loved it. It's a fever dream. I would like to talk about how every good horror movie goes to space. Like every franchise eventually has to get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That's their jump in the shark. Franchise, in my you 100% believe this that if you are a horror movie franchise, you have to go to space. If you're a horror movie franchise that you want me to watch 12, <laughs> 12 movies of, then yes, you better go to space at one point. And you know what does that perfectly? Hellraiser. Oh, can we talk about Hellraiser being oh, the best, oh, term, oh, the best please, movie of all time? Okay, so let me ask you this. You know, you guys have made me watch Hellraiser. I, you I guys have immersed me. I should me. not have to make you watch yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, I wasn't, I, I watched it willingly, but you guys have got me in on the history of Hellraiser. If you, if I was someone that didn't know what Hellraiser was, there are people out there that have not seen this. We enlighten them a little bit. Hellraiser is a series about Pinhead, who's this demon that shows up when you find like his little his little magic cube, and you like complete the puzzle or whatever, and he shows up and like kills you. And they it, like the first movie's good, and the second movie's good, and then after that, it kind of uh, they test the limits of good movies. But I love all of them. And, and also, there's nothing better than when you finish a, a puzzle as a reward, you get murdered. <laughs> yeah, there's something. Something about that, yeah. It's, is it necessarily exactly that? Isn't there, I'm trying to remember how deeply it's explored in the other ones. Because, I mean, the best one's the one where it's just an internet MMO. Yeah, yeah, that's my, that's the best one. the best one? If you're the guy who plays, I don't know his name, but if you're the guy who plays Pinhead, it's like, it's like they took, Yeah, I forget his name. They had a script, and then they're like, okay, but let's turn this into a Hellraiser. And at the very end of the movie, Pinhead shows up for like 10 minutes. And, like, that's it. Mm. And the rest of it, it's just, like, these kids are trapped in, like, a computer game. And it, it's, it's it's crazy. And, like, they, 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 they did Saw before Saw was Saw, essentially, in one of them. Hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> it's, you know, isn't it like the puzzle box? You, when you solve it, like, when you're using the puzzle box and you kind of get trapped inside of your own, like, not mine. That's not the word I'm looking for. But it's, like, this whole thing encompassing you, like... I don't know, you get trapped in that whole thing with the Cenobites and everything, and then eventually... Oh, by the way, I thought the Cenobites were a delicious treat. I found out they were not. So, they're not a delicious treat. One of them shoots CDs out of his mouth. Yeah, dude, my favorite ones are... They're minions. Yeah, they're really dope-looking minions. They look like they've been in Slipknot at least once. Um, (laughs) That's an But when I I first was told about these Cenobites, 
I was like, man, we get to see delicious treats right, right, right. The problem is, is that you keep pronouncing it Cinnabites. Yeah, it Cinnabites. sounds like Cinnabites. I hear, I hear what the bot wants me to hear. <laughs> I'm hungry. But you should watch all the Hellraiser movies. They were on Netflix, and like I binged them in like a month or two. What is the one with this uh, internet I think it's version? The eighth movie. I don't know, man. It, I've it never exists. seen that one. Just Google Hellraiser. Oh, the, after what the fourth one? It's all straight. Yeah, I got the latest uh, one for Valentine's Day. We haven't watched it. Yeah, Sweet. because I've been making them wait. You have to watch it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Basically, the reviews are it's it's not the worst. <laughs> it tried. <laughs> the, wasn't the movie before this one a found footage film? Uh, no. I don't. This is the one where they're like in Mexico or something. Maybe it might have been a found footage. It was on. It was like a Netflix movie. Yeah. I just want to give out a real. I just want to give out a real suggestion. You guys should watch the movie. A movie called The Boy. It was my favorite. I watched it last year at Halloween. Oh shit! We missed one really good one, but you finish what you're talking about first. The Boy oh, is such a good movie, and it's like this doll that is haunted, and then there's a swerve, and it, it's so good. Just, just watch it. I don't want to give it away. All right, but um, I don't want to give anything else away about this. Just. I think it's on Shutter. If anybody has access to Shutter, love Shutter. Yeah, because I, I pay for Verve. Uh, but Verve but, sponsors the yeah, podcast. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> By the way, Chris, if you don't have that, it's worth just paying for Shutter because, like, oh, ten bucks you get ten like bucks you get ten different eight different channels. Like, it's crazy, including a horror movie yeah, channel. You get Shutter. You get um. You get Rooster Teeth. You get Crunchyroll, Funimation. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this Mondo. was a, a Verve commercial. Sorry! Yeah. Please sponsor them, Verve. Yeah, uh, anyways, Verve, I apologize. Please. What I was going to say, though, I'm not going to elaborate. I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody, but Satan's Little Helper. Oh, my God. Exactly. Watch that, watch that every Halloween. That is the best horror movie ever. It's a tradition. Next topic. We're just going to stop with that. We're done. That's it. Just watch That's, Satan's Little Helper. Just watch Satan's Little Helper? Yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen okay. it, watch Satan's Little that's fine. I just want to say that I had the pleasure before we stop to see the new It movie. Not that great. Wasn't I like the old one a well, lot better? If, if I, I actually haven't seen it. Well, first of all, the old one was a TV like that was played on TV. It's a TV miniseries. Yeah, it was. It's completely different production values. Blip blip blip. Like go on. I actually haven't seen the new one. I will. I kind of wanted to. I uh, just never got around to it. It's worth watching once. I heard that the story and what they do with the children is really, really good. And that they don't really hold anything back graphically with uh, Pennywise. No, they uh, don't. But So you're telling me, I haven't seen it, so uh, you're going to tell me there's a lot of graphic kid action in that movie? Yes, but what I'm also going to say is that the CG is fucking terrible. And that's what, oh. I've, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But they overdo it. And I have seen the scene where he pulls the kid into the sewer, and the that it just looks real bad. And like his teeth are like flying out of the side of his. But like, the kid from Stranger Things is in it. He is. It's just a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently they're making a second one to do the yeah, follow up. I have to say that no matter what, the next movie will be better than the TV minis- miniseries because the adult part of the TV oh, miniseries no is terrible. That was the highlight of that thing. No, I just recently watched it. It's so bad. No, like that. It what an so all star cast! You talk about a great cast. Who's a, who's that cast, dude? Fuck. Um, <laughs> who was it? Who's the asshole guy? It was like Harry Anderson from Night Court, the judge, right? So 
It's the judge from Night Court. It's uh, Tim Reed, the dad from uh, Sister Sister. Oh, oh my fuck. god! Who else? Who else? There was some other huge person. Oh, the, Annette O'Toole, the mom from Smallville. And then there was like one other like huge person who I'm forgetting. Oh fuck! There, there was one other one. But yeah, yeah, that adult part, great cast. I never said the cast was bad. I just said it was bad. By the way, Dave Stewart is a cast connoisseur. If he had a special power as a superhero, he'd show you the cast of almost anything he's into. I wish I I could never do that. I'll be like, oh, it's that guy from that movie I liked. That's just how I do things. But yeah, I don't know. It was was fine, but it was not. But it was fine, but it wasn't. It was weird. Oh, shit. John, uh, sorry. Uh, The guy from Three's Company. Um, John Ritter. Oh, okay, now I kind of want to see it. I'm not going to lie. Now I kind of have to see it. Jesus Christ. So, I just, I I, got, I have to do this, because I know you guys keep wanting me to drop it, but I almost can't. Why do they have to go to space? Like, I don't understand. For what? Oh, For it to be an amazing franchise. horror movie. Name good no, horror. just a great franchise. Name good horror franchises. Right? Halloween hasn't, though. Halloween went to space. Did they? Halloween okay, went I space. gave up on that, like, a long Friday time ago. Friday 13th went to space. I Count remember H2O, that one. H2O, was that the one in space? Which one went to space? Did Leprechaun go to space? Yeah, well, yeah Leprechaun, Leprechaun definitely went to space. Went to space. Are, are, you, are you fucking what? kidding yeah, me? What? I'm not, I thought I've seen every Leprechaun. Leprechaun went to space. Hellraiser went to space. Um, Jason, Michael. I mean, I love slashers, so... I Is Space Jason space or Space Michael more terrifying to you? Uh, well, neither, but I like Jason. Jason, Jason X, because then he gets cut in half and he's put back together, and then they put oh, him in the. Jason X is the perfect. They put him in the the um the. <laughs> Did the, I don't remember that one. Halloween went to space. Okay, see now we're it just became like a fake reality TV Great. show. Black Rimes. tongues. We have no idea who went to space. No, uh, no, wait. no. We, See, because H2O was not a space movie. Oh, H2O, no, that's the no, one where yeah, they brought back so Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Josh Hartnett. If you didn't go to space, it's not a good house. It's not a good series. Right? That, that Halloween is dead to Chris. Yeah, because it's never dead. been to space. I never really liked me, Michael Myers in the first place. You mean Fuck tell me Buster Rhymes who knew martial arts wasn't amazing to you? That Trump space. Buster Rhymes can save you from a murder. You either have That's to go fact. to space or you have to start <laughs> casting like shitty half-man rappers. That was so fire. I was like, great. So now I know if I'm in a room with Buster Rhymes, we're going to live. Or, well... He didn't make it, did he? No, he no. lived. He lived. He, he, he was lived. the first black guy. I think he's in Guinnessburg. He's the first black guy to ever make it out of a horror movie. <laughs> That's science. Like that, in the book. Yeah, you leave me in a room with Buster Rhymes, I'm like, oh, good, we're safe. It's fine. He's got a roundhouse kick the shit out of whoever comes near us. Even as a dream scenario. Freddy never went to space, did he? Yeah, Freddy's, Freddy's fine. See, look. See, <laughs> it's falling apart already. I call you guys on here. I dish out all this giraffes have black tongues, fake cash. Look, I, and this will is what I, get. I don't think now, after doing some Googling, that Halloween went to space. Which it does make it garbage. It is garbage, though. And, and plus, it had Halloween 3, which automatically kind of lowers it so. Yeah. Because that is forever a part of the uh, franchise. But, uh, I mean, like, Chucky never went to space. Chucky's garbage. But it's garbage, even if I like it. I love Chucky. I'm obsessed. I can't wait for Saul in space. You need to tell me. I need to tell me. Saw in space. And then, like, the the arms that they cut off start floating up in the air. (laughs) You mean to tell me you weren't hyped for that fake crossover, Chucky versus the Leprechaun, that everyone wanted for a year straight? Leprechaun would have bodied Chucky. What are you talking about? <laughs> aren't, they Chucky, both, aren't they both immortal? Yeah, they're both immortal, and Chucky just needs like leprechaun. 10 minutes to switch bodies with the leprechaun, which you can Le- easily leprechaun get. Leprechaun bodies, Chucky. 10 out of 10. No, 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 no. 10 out of 10. It doesn't leprechaun. matter what... It doesn't... Chris, let me tell you something. But do you we still have that female Chucky doll in the, these? The only way 
that you kill Chucky would be to rest his spirit. And I don't think anybody's actually thought to do that. So why? Yeah. I, I just solved the problem. No. Yeah. The leprechaun's going to be looking for Chucky. Chucky's a master of disguise. You know how Chucky hides? He hides like Bigfoot. And how does Bigfoot hide? Oh, wait. No. It, right in the fucking open with his eyes covered. You ever a, see a movie called The Wishmaster? I love The Wishmaster. Yeah. It's a great movie. Wishmaster 3 is my favorite. I haven't seen, I've only seen the first one. Oh, see, Wishmaster 3 is at a strip club, and this guy sees this hot chick, and he's like, man, I wish I could be a pimple on this chick's ass. And he's like, bam, Wishmaster. And I'm like, nice. damn, plot twist. I was like, thanks, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> so what we've decided today, guys, we've, we've discovered Halloween's a garbage franchise. Okay. It never went to space. Apparently, The only franchise, on. in my opinion, that is good without going to space is Friday the 3rd, or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Nightmare Street. Apparently, if you don't go to space, you're not a good horror movie franchise. So the only good ones are, then are Hellraiser, Friday the 13th, and thanks. And Leprechaun. Yeah, that's and it. Leprechaun. Thanks that's the only franchise that Chris thanks improves on. went to space, and, but they just... Thanks killing just, too, just because you haven't seen it doesn't yeah. mean it didn't happen. You, you'll never see it. it does, they destroyed all the copies of Thanks How do you know it went to space then? <coughs> you see a little bit of footage in Thanks Killing. Found Fruit. footage. I hate this. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually stressed now. Dude, it's the best continuity of any horror movie. Any movie. Alien went to space. Alien did go Alien, to space. Alien. Those horror movies, yeah. sort of. That are, no, they're definitely horror movies. Definitely. Coming. I don't know if Predator counts, but Predator, Predator, Predator went to space. back to space. Well, Shit, man. Predator so is an alien. Predator is an alien. Yeah. Can I just Earth. work this yeah. theory that Freddy, Friday thir- or Nightmare on Elm Street's cool because it had to cross over with Jason, so it just was so by sucked association into, sucked into that canon. So there we go. Yeah. That whole franchise. That's, that's a reach. So, so you think when Jason gets murdered and he's technically in Dreamscape, he, Freddy also is in space, kicking his ass. Okay, that's, a that's reach, fine. But yeah, we'll prove it. That's fine. Well, they would have. He would have went to space after he bought it, Freddy. Fair, fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, moving on. Now that we know this match, cool, and nobody ever better forget it. Anything hype in the fighting community lately? Dude, I'm not following shit. I'm just waiting for see what new Smash Brothers. Um, is. people are afraid that it might not be new Smash. It's still new Smash. Yeah, if we get rehashed mag with two extra characters, it's not new Smash, Richie. That's some bullshit. I'm going to tell you now, it's not going to be just two characters. It could... The chances are it's still the same engine. Richie, I don't care if we get four new characters. It's not new Smash. If we... If we don't get a whole new Smash game, it is not new Smash. There's just no way. I saw... I saw, like, a meme or something on a... When they announced... When they announced a new Smash, and it's like, things Smash fans want, and it's like, brand new characters and every other character we've ever already ever had, and it's like, it's... Nothing changes. It's just like you guys want everything, and well, but why can't we have it all? Let me let me point out two games for you guys. You guys can laugh at me if you want. Uh, three games actually. First of all, the greatest game of all time, Capcom Fighting Evolution, has nothing to do with that because they didn't give us anything we wanted at all. Second game, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. There were 90 goddamn characters, guys. And it was shoddily put together, and half of those sprites were from other games. But it was fun as shit. How many of those characters characters did you actually use? How many of those characters did you actually use? I'll tell you right now, I at least, yeah, I'll say I at least used 7 to 10 of those characters. But just competitively viable 7 to 10. And my favorite, personally, and the most hype game ever made. Marvel vs. SNK, which also has like 85 characters. There's not 85 There's characters. There's a fuckload of I'm characters in that game. 45. Wait, what is SNK? SNK is like King of Fighters and this school 
fighting game that I've never heard of, did, but they're fun. What did Marvel do a crossover with that? <sighs> I missed that one. Oh, oh, guess what we're doing next Shit. time you come to my house. That would be around 2001. Oh, wow. It's, Dave, it's fucking fantastic. The music's great. The fighting's still great. I'm I'm happy that I'm seeing people playing it more now than they did back in the day, honestly. And I'm hyped for it now. Now that we know what we're doing with fighting games. So, there's a guy playing a raptor in basketball. I'm getting distracted outside of the podverse right now. I don't know what's happening. Playoffs. Oh. Playoffs. <laughs> but will Playoffs. the raptor dunk? Dude, there's raptors all the time in basketball. I don't know what the Oh, is. or there's some horrible new Jurassic Park movie that hey, they're trying to promote. Why? I love Jurassic they Park. Because into shit. You're... What are you talking about? Jurassic Park will always be one of the greatest movies around. They never yeah. went to space, though. So. Uh, exactly. They don't so, need to go to space. Jurassic Park default, does not need to go to space. Franchise. See a space raptor. Yeah. Yeah. Something oh, okay. I hope in the new Jurassic Park, a raptor comes from space. <laughs> then I'm going to message each of you, and I'm going to be like, don't you ever You're talk. You're going to message me. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I throw my really? money at nostalgia franchises. Oh, but. oh, yeah. The miniature. I've never not been in theaters to see some Jurassic Park. Like, I'm obsessed with Jurassic Park. I remember the first stuff Daniel ever had as a kid. Make fun of me if you want, because I'm huge. Was the Triceratops, which does not exist. Get a shot of that. Oh. My Jurassic Park cup. Oh, and you guys will never see it unless you check out our beautiful YouTube page. GHBT minis. <laughs> this guy's a natural. <laughs> so, uh, my thing right. is. Hey, I was off by three. 48 characters. 48 characters. That's beautiful. Give me that in Smash. We just had that in Smash. Nope. Not enough. Not enough characters. Not enough, too many, not enough cooks, Richie. Not enough cooks. <laughs> you should have bought Mortal Kombat X, man. I know. It's um, the only fighting game I don't have right now besides I've Injustice. I've sent it to you so many times Mortal when Kombat it was like $5. What? Mortal Kombat Those aren't horror movies. They have aliens, aliens in there. In and Predator. Yeah. yeah. But it's not horror movies. And Jason. <laughs> the same game. They all went to those spa- in space. I count that as space. But what I was going to say real quick is, is that when it comes down to it, Wait, well, first let me go back a little bit. So this Triceratops that does not exist anymore. Triceratops. Yeah, I used to carry around this plush Triceratops from that movie everywhere because I was obsessed with dinosaurs. It's just the perfect plot. Dinosaurs, they get brought, if dinosaurs got brought back to life in modern day, and there was a theme park, I've seen every Jurassic I Park and I would go. still go. Right. I would still go. That's how sick I am in the head. I would, I would know that it would go bad. I would literally go in my mind. This can only be bad. We're playing with God, and I would still go hoping it would go bad. I, I would be like in the first one, it broke down before it opened, and the reboot, it was a while after. So maybe we'll just hit that nice window where it's not going to go bad. No, I want to be that guy holding two ten dollar margaritas and trying to drink them as pterodactyls chase me. <laughs> that's what I. That's, that's my idea of a good time. That's how sick I am. I want it to go bad. In fact, if I was in that theme park, I would purposely like. I would purposely like jab at a raptor trying to make him angry just so something bad could happen. That's how bad it is. So nobody take me with them if they go on a group vacation because I'm only going to guess Eden. <sighs> okay, I'm done there. I'm sorry. I love my Jurassic Park. It's my passion. It's my passion. That and obscure fighting games, which by the way, we got a chance to play Weapon Lord for those of you that don't know. I forgot. Why did we not bring this up oh, yet? Shit, yeah. Uh, so we had what we like to call the Weapon Lord Championships over at Chris's house. And uh, basically we just played this obscure fighting game where you have to release your buttons to attack. And if you want to do any special moves, I'll give away the secret right now. You have to release the button after you do the formation to make the special move happen. 
Uh, so we were just <laughs> wasted and insanely drunk playing this game. Oh, it was on St. Patrick's Day, wasn't it? was it? on St. Patrick's Day. And our champion here is uh, Richard Brown, who doesn't know any special moves. He's a goddamn I cheater. I can do some special <laughs> moves. I just can't do as many as you can. Oh, my God. But che- I've been, he cheated. It's fine. I've been practicing in a small hut for the last 20 years for this opportunity to become the Geist of St. Weapon Lord. So he is now Geist of St. Weapon Lord? <laughs> There will be a dollar bill made in his name or some kind of mosaic artwork. Next Weapon Lord Knight's <laughs> on the Blood Moon. Next Blood Moon, which is sometime early next year. There you go. There there it is. And we'll actually have footage of that one, so you guys will get hyped for it. We didn't it. get any footage of this one? No. We were too drunk. It's the story of our lives. Bro, we, got... we didn't think we were going to play Weapon Lord on Weapon yeah, Lord Yeah, yeah, because originally it didn't go as smoothly as we had hoped. So. It was like setting up for Giraffes on Black Tongue. Yeah, yeah, it was touch and go. That's... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, which, by the way, guys... I don't know what a, they're talking about. I'm a master, and I know everything about computers and technology. I got this without a hitch. Yeah, yeah, we do everything perfect here. That's why one day, when we make a Patreon, you guys will get to see how we set up behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, no that, fuck-ups. That'll be worth the money right there, uh, so... You want to know what a good uh, movie franchise is? The Air Bud series. Air Bud has been to You know, Chris, there's nothing in the rules that say a dog can't play basketball. I don't know the rules that says they can't go to space. Space Buddies went to space. Air Bud is in no way a horror movie, though. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just moving on to movie franchise. Movies in general. Okay. okay. Any movie. After a while, I could argue with the game before. You know what's a movie that's great and never went to space? Dunson checks in. Oh, and you know what? Greatest video game of all time that we tried after the Weapon Lord tournament? That Beethoven movie. Actually, Beethoven the movie part two. The yeah, game. The I actually greatest have a, thing to ever exist in video I games. I actually have a, some pictures of these two playing that. Oh, we shit. Post. We can post those oh, on yeah, we'll, Facebook. Yeah, we'll post those on Facebook. Facebook.com slash giraffes have black tongues pod or something. Hopefully, Donnie will link that as well. Is there any questions? Giraffes, HBT pod at Twitter. These are all these are all the things you can go to to listen to us ramble about nothingness and see pictures of Beethoven the movie part two the video game. Why don't you guys do something uh, magical for the camera that they can't see? A little gesture we got here. Oh, oh man, oh man. Um, so you're set in the sky. Hold on a second. I, I think I'll stop the video portion there. That way you guys can just get pure podcast from here on out. And also, I got tired of holding the camera. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah. I believe if there's nothing else we want to talk about, pretty much wraps up this episode. Wait a minute, bro. Oh, 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 we got a bite. This is what we're going to call, this is what we're going to call these portions where we get something out of nowhere. We got, got a bite. bite. You mentioned it during your opening. You've been playing that Dragon Ball Super TCG. Uh, if you wanted to talk about it at all. I, I like it a lot. I think Magic has a competitor out there, and his name is... Mass Saiyan Bardock is what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it's going to be Magic's competitor. It'll last like two years as a heavy played game and then fizzle out within five. Well, let me ask you this, Richie, as a whole. Do you see Matt? How much longer do you think we'll have the grace of Magic? Realistically. I mean, we've been having some ups and downs. We've been hearing crazy rumors. Don't even get me started with those. And I mean, what do you? What do you think is going to happen with Hasbro? I don't, I don't think they're in danger right now, but ha- there has been a rumor around that Hasbro's been um, working towards grooming Wizards of the Coast to be, be to get sold. Yep, and it makes perfect sense because, and I'll explain this to you guys really quick, and I, Richard will correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're fine. You're going to remember it better than I do. But anytime you do large quantities of things, especially when you're doing a, a marketer's report, 
and you're trying to get somebody to buy your company, they've been doing a lot of different stuff. For example, Unglued has been having huge reprints, and all these sets that don't need reprints have been having huge reprints because when you're at a meeting in a business, you don't go about your gross sales. You go about how many units are being produced, and that markets your sales. And that looks that looks impressive to a company, which, by the way, this is the only time I'm actually going to sound intelligent about business. So this is like, this is my feed me a fish moment. So the more units you are producing, the more impressive you look to a company. So Wizards in return is basically prepping themselves to be sold. That's why they're doing mass prints of things. Well, it's Hasbro. Yeah, Hasbro's. See, look, I still have that. And remember that Wizards has more than just Magic the Gathering and all that. I think Magic's going to be fine for a while. It's just... It might go back into a smaller scale. Uh, it's going to depend a lot on how they want to keep handling their involvement with the secondary market as far as how big it stays. Yeah. Modern's too expensive right now. Yep. Uh, and, you know, and, and little things, too. Uh, how we handle our, their public relations needs to be a little bit thicker. Mm, it, they, just, it, it depends on what from what side you're talking about because... You can go online and talk tomorrow like nothing. Mark Rosewater, the head of um, like research and development, he's like an open book. That guy will talk to you about anything. He will. But from the business aspect, even he like he'll be like, I can only pass stuff along. Yeah, it's true. And they're doing some things right. We have Challenger decks. I'm very excited. I love I love Challenger decks. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. I didn't know how I felt about them until the deck list came out. And it's, I think because everyone felt the same way. As soon as we saw the deck list, we were like, okay. Well, oh, by the way, the open house on Sunday, are they challenger decks being passed out or no, starter it's, decks? No, just welcome decks. Okay, that's what I thought. But no, these challenger decks, for those of you that don't know, they're basically like starter decks except for they can be used in a Friday Night Magic. You can literally now, you can buy these, open them up and play and actually have a chance to win and do well. That's things, things like that. Wizards needs to focus on, and when they do good things, they do good things. But when they do bad things, it spirals out of control. Like we just got back Friday night promos, and that should never have been not a thing. Well, at least it only lasted less than a year. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of reprints of stuff, so Modern's getting a little bit cheaper, but it's still kind of pricey. Mm-hmm. They just they gotta work on stuff. Something's got to give because at the end of the day. They tried to appeal to the collector, too, because the secondary market does weigh in a little bit on their business. People like to disagree with that, but secondary market does have a little bit to do with their business. And if you do too many reprints, things are obviously not going to be bueno and people are going to stop playing. But if you don't do enough reprints, we can't get new people in the game. So it's like, what do we do? You know what I mean? We've already lost, and this is a fact, 8 million players over the last, like, how many years Magic's been around doesn't seem like a lot, but that, those are huge numbers. And it's like, if they keep doing what they're doing now, I believe in the reprints. I think it's good. Now, as you know, I have a pretty good collection. Most of my stuff's in my decks, but I, I value. I have a lot of value. It hurts me as a collector when I see things get reprinted, but I'm glad because I get more. I see more people playing in Friday nights now. I'd rather see that. I'd rather have a $10 collection and see more people playing. Not that it'll be that dramatic. See, that's the thing, though. Like, I'm still relatively new to the whole magic thing and there's decks out there that i think are interesting but i'm not gonna spend five hundred dollars to put more that's that's cheap that's cheap that's that's cheap if you want to play modern yeah if you want to play modern if you want to play standard it's like 300 but even though that doesn't retain its value anyway you know exactly that's the thing like after three months your standard deck which was cheaper but it doesn't in the long run it's just not worth it and that's the thing that i i think sucks about playing like that is that i what am i going 
they do? Spend a small fortune on a deck and then, you know, it's not fun. Like, I I would rather, I would, I would rather have cheaper cards and it would get me more involved to be able to play different strategies for a lower price. Yeah, and that's, and that's, you're the kind of person I want in Magic. So when I see reprints happening all the time, like, Ensnaring Bridge got a reprint. Fucking awesome. They're 35 bucks now. That's so good. They were like $60 cards. That's absurd. You know what I mean? Ensnaring Bridge is a staple. You need those when you're doing like control and stuff. You want to know what Ensnaring Bridge goes in? It's so genius. And I don't know how nobody thought of it before this. You know what it goes in? Mm. Sideboard for? What? Burn. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Yep. It is. It really is. I just broke your tripod. I did. We didn't get that on video. Well... (laughs) You mentioned collectors. Do people actually just collect them, the cards, Some and not actually do. play? Some people do. Here, and that's the and here's what sucks is that the secondary market also hurts Magic at the same time as it does help the business because card value goes up, makes people want to buy more cards. But you'll go to Walmart on a day where you know there's a shipment, and I prom I've went on a day where there's a fresh shipment of something like, like let's say there was like Masters twenty five a fresh shipment. There is a guy there an hour earlier than you. Buying the whole entire shipment of Masters 25. You don't even get one. Those commander decks. Those commander decks that are in the long run worth hundreds of dollars after you save it. Like, uh, for example, Chris has a Traxa. Uh, you could buy it. If you tried to sell a Traxa right now, your commander deck, you'd get probably like 200 bucks. Hey, 180 if it was still sealed. If it was still I'd sealed. Say if you put your whole deck back together, probably still get well, no, I'm thinking about what he, well, the reason why I say so close to two, you list out all the stuff we've added to it. Well, no, I'm talking about out of the box. Oh, oh, just out of the box? Yeah, just out of the box. Now, people, they see this coming, you're not going to get a chance at Walmart. They're, they come in like a vulture and they buy them all before you can even get one. And it, it's people like that that make the game so much harder for everybody else because all they care about is like making that profit, which is fine got to have your the way to make money. Everybody wants to make money in this world. That works for you. That's fine. But you're the reason why Magic is suffering a little bit. They're not the sole reason. There's other reasons. But that's that's another thing, you know. And then, and, you know, I'm not going to talk too much more about this. I don't want to talk anyone's ear off about this. Cause we're talking about Dragon Ball Z, but I get passionate when I talk about my wizards here. There's just certain aspects they could do better. Like, for example, Pokemon has, uh, and I was telling Richie about this, Chris knows about this, they have... Deck box leagues on Pokemon when you play on the online game. So you buy a deck box and it comes with a little code. You put that code in Pokemon online and there's a deck box league. And deck box leagues are brilliant because you can only do cards that are on that little list when you buy a deck box anyway. It shows you what cards come in. A competitive deck box league in Magic would open up a whole new window of players. Chris could go get a deck box tomorrow, enter a Monday night deck box league for no reason, win some win some store cred, go, hey, I love magic. I'm winning store cred. I'm getting more cards. I'm going to invest in magic now because I can play competitively like the people ahead of me. You know, they don't think like that. Like Pokemon did that. And that's why Pokemon's so popular. It's so user friendly. You tell me there's a Pokemon deck box league. I'm, ex- I'm already hyped just because I'm going to go get a deck box. I'm going to go play against people and have a good time. You know what I mean? There's not enough interaction. Popper is a great idea. I think Popper's slowly helping Magic out a lot. I love Popper. The problem is, is Popper's starting to die. Well, yep. As it gets popular, it's going to make yep, all the more other cards even more expensive. 
Like, I'm so mm-hmm. happy I built Delver when I did, because... It's still, like, a Tier 1 deck. Well, it's, yeah, still a Tier 1 deck, and now Gushes are starting to become out of control in price, and I got those back when they were nothing. So, but I got those I'm surprised you haven't done a Popper League, actually. You've been killing it in tournaments lately. And the problem is, is that I just never have a free Sunday. Oh, I, mean, I see. Not that I haven't had Sundays off lately, just I haven't had a free Sunday to myself. And I already go out to Modern on at least once a week. And now with... I also have to consider I can't keep... I can't spend that much money on tournament entries all the time. Uh, So, I mean, I already spent 20 bucks this week just entering Modern twice. Mm -hmm. And then we went a little slap happy and bought a box. Well, yeah. I mean, I promised you I was going to... And then I bought a Dragon Ball Z box because I'm insane. You are insane. But you did pull Jiren and you did pull pull Polypho. Yeah, I'm gonna get into Dragon Ball Z. I'm gonna make a Goku tribal. You you, you can. Yeah, I will so actually, come, and it, you know what's funny? You get Goku throughout the years. Your hero could be child Goku. I can't if even you make want. a joke because I don't even know what all the other pointy-haired characters' names are. So that's you can do. You know what you can do? You can do offbeat characters. Oh. Like somebody has a deck just based on all the robots in Dragon Ball Z. And you can just do robots. Like it's really, really cool. Like some of the decks you can make. When I had, when Dragon Ball Z came out back in the day, I had a Yajirobe deck. Yeah, Fuck Yajirobe. <laughs> but yeah, no Dragon Ball Z. Going back into that now. Done talking about wizards. Our prayers are with you. And you know we still play. It's not going anywhere anytime it's not going soon. Anywhere. There's just concerns. And I and you know uh, I was talking to the store owner at Full Grip, and he said the best. He's like, I love Rudy. I was talking to him this morning. He's like, I love Rudy, but he's like, Rudy always makes things seem worse than they oh, actually no, are. Oh, no, I would tell you that. Rudy, Rudy is a scaremonger. He does make he you is. think magic's going to end at any moment. Oh, yeah, no, he's he definitely Rudy. does. He's, he's from Alpha Investments. He is one of what we, they quote, quote, magic called the three wise men. Is the Tolarian College guy, Wedge, and Rudy. So he's one of the three wise men in magic. If you had to figure out which wise man he was, he covers anything business, the business aspect of magic. And whether or not collecting's value in the modern age. Yeah, but Rudy is definitely like the um, the doomsday conspiracy. Like just like he, that's always his mentality. It's not even so much that he's trying to scare you. It's just like he's been in business for a long time. He's seen it happen, so he gives you that doomsday scenario. Yep. But he's also not. You know, you can only. You always take everything with a grain of salt. It doesn't matter. You know? Ever, and, and that's anything in life, people. I don't, we're not making this up. I don't care what it is. I don't care what advice you get. You should always not take everything all the way. And Rudy makes you firmly believe that it's going to happen just because of all the things he's done. And, like, his business is a huge success, so you automatically want to believe that what he says is almost gold. And it, sometimes it's not all the time. Anyways. Dragon Ball Super, the card game. Yeah, is awesome. It's user-friendly. It's a lot of... There's an app that shows you how to play. My favorite, there's a YouTube channel with a horrible voice actor that explains... Welcome to Dragon Ball Super. Super. Yeah, I love that. He shows you how to play. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to learn how to play, and they're doing really cool things. For example, every 12 packs you buy, you get what I like to call... I forget what they're called. They're called Dash Packs. Dash packs, and then a dash pack is one card that's worth a decent amount of money. So every 12 packs you get, you're guaranteed to get one you, you good get a, card. You, you get a playable card. Yeah. And it's good. I wish Wizards did that. That's, that's a mean, good stuff. I wish they gave you online codes to use in a good online 
software like Pokemon does. Yeah. You know? You know, How do they track your pack purchases? Well, are they all mine? And they're like through your phone? Or these are like actual physical cards? Right? Well, here's how it works with Pokemon. When they you get a pack, right? There's a barcode, and the barcode is the exact replica of that pack. What the barcode does, it explains to the online game the pack you bought. So the pack you bought is the replica pack of the barcode. So when you scan the barcode, it's the same pack you open. Right? Cool. I, do that I mean, right. it also has a number on it. You can type it in online. I think it's just a random pack. Like, you get the pack, you get a, the set that it is, and then it gives you a random card from the pack. I don't think it's the same thing. But if you buy a starter deck, you get the exact starter deck. That's so, cool. And like he said, they have starter deck leads, and that's cool. No, yeah, and, uh, you know, stuff like that is great. And Dragon Ball Z, they're, they're going that route. They really want you to buy their product. And it, it's I mean, really I, nice. Yeah, I would buy booster pack. I was yeah. guaranteed to get a playable card. I'll be honest with you guys. I might buy 12 booster packs tomorrow just so I can get another playable card because I love that gimmick. I don't believe in opening packs. These guys will be the first to tell you. I say you make a deck from scratch, and now I kind of want to open packs. Well, I mean, I still tell you to open, make a deck from scratch, but that incentive's nice if I were to buy a booster box of Magic, because I have, we just bought a box. We get a buy a box promo, but I'd rather have a dash pack. Just something I know, like if I got a dash pack and there was a fatal push inside, I'm not going to complain. If I got a dash pack and there was I uh, I don't know, I'd even take a fucking path. Yeah, that'd be great. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a dash pack. It was just swords of plowshare. I'd be like, damn, that's dope. I'd be really happy with that. I don't even care. That's not even a. It's not even a great card. It's just no, fun. I mean, that's a commander. Yeah, stable. Card. I mean, it's only like a dollar card. I mean, would probably want. It's something. playable, right? Yeah, it's playable. It's fun. You know, I just want something playable for all the effort I'm putting in. That's all. Like for standard players, you know, dash pack should be could be tuned to standard, so you get your rekindling phoenixes and your hazards and your chandras in there. I don't know if you so like this, but yeah, uh, no, no, you're right. That's that's I, all. I just realized I just listed a three cards playing red deck win. So you're welcome, standard. Oh, uh, but yeah, all right, well. I mean, so overall, definitely try it. It's a great card game. A lot of, you know what? And I'm, I didn't want to bring this up. There's a lot of diversity in this card game too. People are very excited about that. You know, I had a Magic player come up to me and he goes, I've seen more black people than I've ever seen play a card game. And I'm like, does that really matter? And they're just like, no, because in Magic, we, we barely see any women and we barely see any black people. In fact, fun fact, guys, literally know when we do Magic Sanction tournaments, it's just me and one other black guy at every Magic and if he gets sick, I don't know what we did. We called the Pokemon leader from the Arby's League to come in and just sit there and look pretty because he's also black. So they're right. There's only like three black people of magic. But uh, it's just a very diverse card game. People are picking it up and it's really cool to see. So yeah, give it a shot. Um, is there anything else we wanted to cover? I just wanted to comment and say, yeah, that's right. Oh, it's because uh, black people play Yu-Gi-Oh! So it makes yeah. sense that they come over. <laughs> They love Dragon Ball Z. It's fact. They love anime. They love anime. They love Pokemon. They love yeah. They love anime. RDC World taught me something. Yeah. Um. Anything else on your end, Dave? Do you guys have anything to promote or shout out? You want want to follow? Yeah. You guys are putting some hard work here in drafts. Anything you wanted to particularly shout out or promote? Mm. You got anything for us, Rich? I know you always got something cooking in the pot. Do I? Sometimes. You got a channel, you got a YouTube, I mean, something. a YouTube that I never use. Like, mm-hmm. I played Chrono Trigger maybe three weeks ago on there. That was fun. Okay. But, no, um, let me think. Come back to me. Okay. Uh, Chris, you're up. Yeah, me on Facebook. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, at Chris Phillip X. I think that's 
on my Twitter. Okay. I don't know. We will link all those in know. the we'll, description. They'll, they'll link them. But we'll yeah, link them, guys. Just, like, I, I, randomly, I just retweet podcasts I like and randomly talk about wrestling. Chris is our only one follower on uh, Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I follow you guys on Twitter. I just don't, no, use, my, I just don't <laughs> use my Twitter. Hey, I'm your second subscriber oh, on shit. the Mini Giraffes. He, he is a fact. And also, you know, for all this action, guys, Mini Giraffes is where it's at. We're also going to be doing some Mini Giraffes episodes coming up soon. I know I've been talking about them. But we're lazy. I want to do some Street Fighter ones with Chris. I want to do some Magic the Gathering. I was going to say, let's do Magic and do Dragon Ball. I was actually going to record some Open House tomorrow. Let's do it. So, yeah, you'll you'll be seeing us at Open House at Full Grill. I'll on my phone, too. Okay. So, awesome. yeah. So, that will be on Mini Giraffes. I promise you guys you'll see us at Open House teaching people how to play Magic. And you can and find those Mini Giraffes episodes where? Oh, really? At uh, HRG... Uh, no, I killed it. Now, now, okay. GHBT minis on YouTube. He called me off guard. I deserve that. I deserve every ounce of that because we were making fun of him earlier. And yeah, you guys will get to meet the owner of Full Grip actually. So I'm really glad because you guys may have seen him in some of the tournaments I run. Because I know, I know some of you guys that play Tekken have seen some of the tournaments I run because you guys know, uh, God, uh, that guy that has that YouTube channel that I'm friends with on Tekken. Uh, what's his name? Eris? Eris, yeah. Eris, I always, I play with him sometimes, and I bring up my YouTube channel on there, and uh, that's about it. But yeah, I know you guys have seen, like, a bits and snits of, because I have, like, some Smash Brother tournament stuff on there. So, yeah. But yeah, that's about it. We'll be there all day. Well, not all day, but we'll be there most of the day, helping people out. You'll get to meet the owner. You'll get to see what the store's about. And uh, anything else? Follow us on Twitter, GiraffesHBTPod. Follow us on Anywhere you can subscribe or find podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Google Play. Whatever that other one is that I'm forgetting right now. Follow us on all of those. Facebook.com slash dress at Black Tongues. I've got mine. Where are you? Just search for the bear emoji on YouTube. Get back to me about it later. You heard the man. (laughs) Jeff, you have homework for once. Get it done. Drafts have black tongues. All right. Well, I guess that's all she wrote for Drafts Have Black Tongues. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. Big thanks to Chris and Richie for joining us again. And you stay classy, America.